This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 312 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hello, ghosties. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Okay, now are we sure this is 312? Or we're not, this isn't 313 or 320? (laughs) You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd. Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, it's all about the news. As we talk about everything that was announced at San Diego Comic Con 2020, which was your Comic Con at home. But before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing, Marcellus? How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we had uh, did our review of Watchmen for uh, for the Patreon episode a little while ago, and I found it on sale uh, on Blu-ray. Which uh, which I was really psyched for, and it has like additional minutes, additional footage, and some behind the scenes stuff. So I'm very psyched to crack open into that Watchmen. I haven't had a chance to do it yet, but that that's that's on my. <laughs> I have a stack of DVDs that I've purchased and I haven't opened yet. That's moved right to the top. Are you talking about the movie or the TV series? The TV series. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it's sweet, sweet. I mean, I was gonna buy it before before they gave it away for free that weekend. Um, but after watching it, it's definitely worth the money. So I, I was really glad to pick it up on sale. Awesome. What about you, Aubrey? What's going on with you this week? Uh, nothing. I finished my classes. Um, so I'm all done. And uh, that's about it. Hmm. So wait, you're you're all done for like the week or you're like all done, period? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm all, I'm all done for, for the summer. Um, I'm not quite sure what they're doing yet with fall classes, so we'll see how that goes um, and when those will actually start. Uh, everything's kind of a little bit delayed here in Virginia because nobody can seem to wear masks. Uh, so while New England has completely shut us all out, it's um, warranted because apparently we can't seem to listen. So That's right. Stay away. Stay far away. <laughs> and how are you doing, Joey? Um, I'm pretty good. Uh, clearly I'm still very tired as you could tell from last week when I didn't know what episode number it was, but, uh, yeah, just working, working, working and sleeping. That's about it. Uh, working a lot at my second job and today I have off actually, which is weird. I had to switch my schedule around a little bit at work this week with uh, another employee so we could get uh, them to have a day off they needed. And I happen to have today off, which I don't usually do on the days we record. And uh, so this morning I, I went out and did some toy hunting, which is something I haven't done in a very long time, uh, looking for new G.I. Joe figures, which which I did not find. Uh, the new Cobra Island Wave is a Target exclusive, 
and it has a street date of the 14th, but a lot of stores already have them in and have been putting them out. So people have been finding them online. So I went to three different Target stores today and none of them had them. But the last one, they had the tags out for them. So I asked if they had them and they said they did, but they couldn't sell them. Then I asked to talk to the manager (laughs) and I talked to him for a little bit, but I couldn't get him to sell them to me. Um, and I, I didn't want to make a stink. Like I was talking to Jenna about this when I got home and it was like, I know if I had thrown like a fit in the store and been like an asshole, I probably could have got him to sell them to me, mm-hmm. but I just, I couldn't do it. There was just something in my brain where I like, I couldn't do it because I've, I've worked in retail. So I know how awful this is. And I just couldn't be that customer. I was just like, Oh, okay, cool. I just wanted to double check, you know? Dude, I was going to say, dude, if you threw a tantrum and you worked on the other side of that, I would be so disappointed in you because you'd know. Yeah, what that's no, like. there's no way. No. So that, that's good. I'm glad you got. Wait, so you didn't get any figures at all, but you got maybe like a like a date of where you can possibly get some. Well, yeah, because um, they're supposed to be out in the 14th. But then this evening, Hasbro announced they're going to drop them on the first instead due to a quote unquote overwhelming demand. <laughs> Namely, Joey, Joey inside the store asking for him. <laughs> That's right. But uh, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person looking for them. But I did manage to nab uh, the last figure from Series 1 that I needed on Amazon finally. So uh, we're good. We're good. I've got all of Wave 1. Uh, I got a bunch of Wave 2 and some other ones pre-ordered. And then Saturday morning it says sleeping. I'm going to go to Target and try to pick up some more. So Nice. <laughs> got to have priorities. But enough about us. Let's talk about us. Markellis, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, occasionally, you might find a movie review from yours truly. Uh, you'll find some Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming pitch from our buddy, the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our Soul Wizard t-shirts and sweatshirts uh, eventually so you can look good and represent the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep on the website. Click on the Amazon logo, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So uh, de- definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Uh, we're also on Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube and Spotify. Uh, we have a Patreon page if you want to support our show monthly. Uh, Patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. Support the show and you receive bonus content from us. Uh, shout out to everyone in the Geek World All Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. Uh, great. So I, I hear we had a comic con at home this year, uh, due to COVID-19, there was no San Diego comic con. So everything was done through zoom conference calls <laughs> on YouTube. Um, did you guys watch any of this stuff? Uh, Aubrey, did you watch any of these panels? No, I was working, um, all weekend. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mark Ellis, what about you? 
you know, I did watch some, and for the life of me, uh, I can't remember which ones. <laughs> I know I watched <laughs> the, the Nathan Fillion one. Oh, and I watched the Bill and Ted one. Those, so those two I, I watched. All right. I I tried to watch a few of them. I skipped around to a couple different things. The, I tried to watch some of the New Mutants one, uh, some of the Bill and Ted one. Most of them were just like really dry and really hard to get through. Um, sorry, mm. Comic-Con International. Don't hold it against us if we want to get press passes in the future. But, man, this was this was rough. It just didn't feel like uh, it had the same oomph as a regular Comic-Con week. But I guess it is what it is in the world of coronavirus. So, yeah, let's get at it. Let's talk about this news from Comic-Con at home. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so before we get into the news, let's talk about, uh, well, before we get into San Diego Comic-Con news, let's talk about some of some hot rumors that seem to uh, have permeated, come to the surface over the past a couple of days. Now, keep in mind, you got to take these with a huge grain of salt, because uh, who knows what the truth is going to be. But apparently, so number one, uh, it looks like Captain Marvel 2, uh, the movie starring uh, Joey's favorite Brie Larson, uh, will feature Miss Marvel along with some other Avengers. Now, I know that they were planning on doing a Miss Marvel TV show for Disney Plus, And I know that Kevin Feige said that that was going to be a way to introduce some characters uh, from the show into the, into the big screen. Uh, but they haven't even cast Miss Marvel. They haven't really made any kind of... Now, let, let's just say that there's a bunch of other shows that they made announcements for before Miss Marvel. So it'd be strange to have her already ready to go for the second Captain Marvel movie. So this one I'm going to take with a huge grain of salt. But I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of, of Miss Marvel being introduced into Captain Marvel Part 2? Uh, let's go with Aubrey. I don't know. It seems kind of... Um, quick. I feel like they haven't really had enough of Captain Marvel um, to really just keep introducing new characters that could potentially take over the series. I think it's it's just too soon. If it was like three movies in, cool. That's fine. But we've only had one movie put out. I agree. I agree. Joy, what about you? Um, my own personal feelings about uh, Miss Marvel being trash... Uh, aside, uh, it is, it just feels too soon. Obviously, you know, obviously trust in Feige, but the whole crux of Ms. Marvel's character, she's a huge Captain Marvel fangirl, and a lot of her story comes from that and like wanting to be a hero, blah, 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 blah. We, Captain Marvel hasn't done anything. <laughs> so, so what is she a fangirl of? Like, maybe they'll switch it around, ever be more of a fangirl of like the Avengers or, or stuff like that, but um, you know, Captain Marvel hasn't done anything. Like her one adventure was like pretty much classified and not seen by the general public. And then, yeah, she, they, nobody's based on what we've seen in the movie so far. Nobody on Earth really knows she exists. So mm -hmm. that's a hard sell. But uh, I also don't want them to bury the lead. So I, I I want as much Brie Larson as possible. I don't care who the other characters are. I don't want them taking over the movie. But again, you know, trust in Marvel. It kind of matches up to some other rumors from earlier in the month that they were going to introduce Miss Marvel in a movie first and then spin her off onto the Disney Plus shows. Okay. I wonder if that's kind of part of the plan for some of this stuff. 
just to kind of make sure they don't have the stink of, uh, you know, Jeff Loeb, Marvel TV on them. So that would make sense because they're kind of doing that with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, these who started off in the movie going to a TV show. So that would that would make sense if that's the pattern. Right. And it's not like these are. You know, I mean, to like differentiate it from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where you're like, OK, here's a bunch of characters you don't really know about. <laughs> Whereas you're going to see this these characters in a movie, you know, that Falcon and Bucky and Baron Zemo, you've seen them all in movies before. Now you can see more of them. Yeah. It's not like this is a show based on like uh, Sharon Carter or something. <laughs> all right. So then uh, for the second bit of uh, take this news with a huge grain of salt, uh, there was it started off as a rumor that that Donald Glover was being uh, enticed to come back to play Lando. You know, we were hearing rumors about a Lando spinoff movie even before Solo came out. Uh, but it's really been turned up over these past I don't know, like couple weeks or so. And then lately, uh, like really recently, uh, there's been talk of them doing a whole, uh, whole nother TV show just set at that time frame, um, dealing with these uh, criminal organizations. Uh, so that would include... Donald Glover back as Lando. That would include um, Amelia Clark uh, back as uh, whatever Kira, Kira, whatever her name was, and uh, and even the guy that played uh, Han Solo might even come back, even though he's in a new TV show. So I don't know how that's going to work. But again, take this with a huge grain of salt. There's a whole uh, online thing for people to make Solo to happen, and this looks like this could be the way to do it. So uh, yeah, what do you guys think of? Uh, not necessarily a sequel to Solo, but uh, a sequel to that timeline. Uh, Joey. Oh, I'm I'm all in on this. Really? Okay. Um, I mean, we've <laughs> talked about it before in the show. I I have uh, enjoyed. I liked Solo when I saw it, but then it's really it's kind of the opposite of Rise of Skywalker. Sorry, Mark. Uh, it's definitely grown on me more and more as time goes on, and I've watched it quite a few times again. When it was on Netflix, it was like my go-to background noise for a while. So I, I, in any chance for more Amelia Clark, I'm, I'm all in anyway, but yeah, I mean, this sounds something cool. Like this could be really cool. And I love anything that's going to explore the uh, underworld aspects of star Wars. uh, If they're going to be dealing with the criminal syndicates and stuff like that. Um, I'd much prefer that than anything Jedi related. I don't know why I just feel like, like when they do stuff like the Mandalorian and a lot of the uh, X-Wing books and stuff like that, that's that kind of gets away from all the Jedi stuff. It's always more interesting to me, but I, I, I love it. You know, I thought uh, Donald Glover was great as Lando. So more of him is good. Uh, apparently, Darth Maul's got got everything back on track after a rough weekend. So he'll be back in it and uh, we're all in. Yeah. I mean, let's go put it on Disney Plus and, and, and sign me up, pump it right into my veins. All right, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about more Star Wars taking place after the Solo movie? I'm also all for it. I really liked the movie. I liked it when it first came out, and I do like it even more every time I watch it. So I'm all for it. I would really like to see a continuation of the movie and see what happened between Solo and um, A New Hope. You know, it'd be nice to to see his storyline and how he got from one place to the other. So I'm all for it. I hope it does happen. Now, do you think they could, you think that the show would still be interesting if they don't get Han Solo back? Like if it's just about these organizations 
uh, Lando, and then a special appearance by Chewbacca. <laughs> just like hanging, I think it could be. Out. Yeah, even with El Solo. Yeah, I think I think they. I mean, they've shown in the Mandalorian that they can do a really good job with a show, mm-hmm. having it not um, really star the main characters. So I think that they could do a really good job with this and if they make it like the mandalorian where it is a little bit more grittier that would be even better but i will take whatever i can get cool cool yeah i think it 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 might be a good idea there was um kevin smith on his show he was talking about the idea of bringing billy d williams in to do like more of his lando chronicles like uh donald glover was doing in the movie uh, you know, just like doing a recording to just kind of button an episode if they do a, a Lando-centric ep- episode. And ever since I heard that, that's that's what I want. I want Billy D. Williams to start off the show, Donald Glover to do a crazy adventure, and Billy D. Williams to wrap it up. I think that would be fantastic for Mark Ellis. I don't care about anybody else. All right, so that's it for the main rumor news, rumor mill news. All right, so let's get into San Diego Comic-Con news. Uh, so basically... They released a bunch of trailers. Uh, they had some panels, and by a bunch, I mean uh, more than more than a handful. <laughs> more than you can count on one hand. There, there you go. That's it. So, uh, yeah, let's go through them. Let's uh, wheel out the patented Colt Forty Five uh, Give a Fuck a Meter that we borrowed from uh, Colt Forty Five the Movie Podcast, and uh, give each one of these trailers a rating uh, on how excited we are for them to come out. Zero to five, five being really excited. All right, so let's start with uh, let's start with the elephant in the room, the new mutants. Their panel was really funny because it it introduced the trailer, but it introduced all of the release dates. So it would start off with you know April second, then they'll scratch it off, and then you know August sixteenth, then they'll scratch it off, and it just kept going through all of the dates. So apparently, it's coming out August twenty eighth. Fingers crossed. Uh, they released the first like four minutes of the movie, four or five minutes of the movie, and then released a brand new trailer. So let's go around the room and see how excited we are. Now that we had a chance to take a look at some more footage, let's start with Aubrey. Um, I feel like watching the footage kind of ruined my excitement for this. Um, yeah, I didn't like the footage that they showed. I thought it looked really stupid. Um, I like the special effects that they used in it, but this script... And the acting was kind of really bad in in the scenes that they showed. So I'm really nervous about it now. Mm. All right. Now, Joey, we talked a little bit about this before. You haven't watched anything that's like brand, brand new, right? We only watched the stuff from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, I don't watch things like this, no matter what the movie is. It doesn't not. This is not specific to new mutants or anything. I, I hate actually hate you know, the awful human emotion of hatred. I hate when studios do this, where they release like the first five minutes of the movie or if it's a movie I care about, I want to sit down in the theater and see that for the first time. I don't want to just watch it on YouTube. And then when I'm watching the movie later on, I feel like, Oh, well I've already kind of seen this part of the movie. So I'm not, I'm not as excited about it, which is stupid. And I understand that it's stupid, but it's just a thing. And I don't want to do that. So I have not watched this footage. Sorry, that's not helpful for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's all but right. I'm still, I'm still excited somewhat for New Mutants. Um, I mean, I wasn't excited three or was it three years ago, four years ago when this was announced. 
Uh, how long? How long ago was this, Mark? Three years ago is when we got the first teaser. So it must have been four years ago when they announced it. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't excited then because, like, you know, Fox X-Men blech, and, you know, they're making a horror movie. I don't know. So I wasn't that excited then. My excitement grows at the thought of this being a train wreck and a lot more grows at the thought of Anya Taylor-Joy as magic. So I will probably give this a two and a half out of five on the give a fuck a meter even though I didn't watch it. <laughs> That's just my overall <laughs> score for New Mutants. Um, if it, uh, my biggest fear with this movie is that it's going to just turn out to be boring. Like, the absolute worst thing a movie can be is boring. Like, if, if it's going to be bad, then be fucking terrible. <laughs> you know what? As much as I hated Batman versus Superman, we're still talking about it four years later. <laughs> you know, it, it was memorable, memorably bad. Don't Don't be just boring because then who cares like do you guys even remember anything that happened in the movie tomb raider uh no there was a bicycle race in the beginning i remember that part. right that's about <laughs> it though right like you don't remember shit about that movie <laughs> i remember that alicia vikander looks great in tank tops that's all i remember about the movie so oh um, that tomb raider i thought you were talking about um angelina jolie Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I remember I, uh, Alicia Vikander like did something to her arm, or was it her leg? <laughs> she like destroyed her arm or her leg. Some she appendage. had to do a tourniquet. Yeah, <laughs> and she um, screamed out in agony quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> My point exactly. So let's not be Tomb Raider. Let's be either you know Winter Soldier or the fucking Room. Oh, <laughs> There's no in between. Aubrey, what do you give New Mutants on the give a fuck a meter? I give it a one because uh, the trailer was awful. Wow. I don't <laughs> like it. All right. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Yeah, I'm giving it a four out of five. Uh, what? Yeah, the beginning that they showed, it really is not. I'm not going to spoil it, obviously. Most of it is the 20th Century Fox logo. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for including. I think they included that to show people that, yes, this is actually the beginning of the movie. So that 20th Century Fox logo, the drum, doom, 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 that took up most of the tra- most of the footage anyway. Um, but they show a lot more stuff. They show, well, I'm not going to give it away, but they show a lot more of what these kids are going up against. And the special effects looked finished, and they looked creepy, and it was cool. So, yeah, my interest in this movie went up to four, four out of five. I'm very excited. It, lo- it looks like a good time. It looks like a good time at the movies. All right, so the next trailer is for Lovecraft Country. Let's say county. Love, Lovecraft Country. Uh, Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams brings us a, uh, a series on HBO that mixes 1950s Jim Crow era with science fiction and monsters. The trailer uh, or the show is going to be coming out to HBO August 16th. What did you guys think of this footage? Let's start with Joey. I thought it looked fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm all in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks great. Uh, I don't think Jordan Peele's made anything bad yet. I know some people didn't like us, but that's not them. That's us. Um, uh, I'm all in. I thought this looked really cool. It looked interesting. I love Lovecraft stuff. Um, I love Lovecraftian things. E- even Color Out of Space. The movie wasn't uh, so bad, so maybe this is a renaissance for Lovecraft. 
uh, really strange because he's notoriously racist. <laughs> no, <laughs> the <movie. laughs> or the TV show is uh, about racism, starring all black people, <laughs> and also featuring H.P. Lovecraft. So he's probably turning in his grave as we speak, but good because fuck him for being racist. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it looks great. I, I think it looks really interesting. We'll see. J.J. Uh, Abrams scares me being involved. Um, he's notorious for setting up mystery boxes and then walking away, whether it's Lost or uh, Alias or uh, Star Wars. So uh, hopefully he didn't have too much influence. But, yeah, I mean, everything I saw in the trailer looks cool. Uh, I'm kind of upset that it's probably not going to fit in our schedule to do on the show. Maybe we'll have to do it for Patreon in a month or so uh, once some more episodes are out. So, But, yeah, five out of five for me on a, on a give a fuck a meter. I'm all in on this one. Five out of five. All right. All right. Aubrey, how about you? What did you think of this footage? I'm going to give it a, um, a three out of five because obviously, and Noah loves Cthulhu for some reason. <laughs> I bought him that um, C is for Cthulhu box set at uh, New York Comic Con last year, and he loved it. Um, it came with a coloring book. He colors in it all the time. I don't know where he learned about Cthulhu, but I've had to read him the book, everything. Um, so, like, that part was kind of cool, but it looks like it's going to be a horror movie, which is no surprise because it's a Lovecraft um, movie. And uh, we all know how I feel about those. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a little nerve-wracking, um, but we shall see, I guess. Uh, it, it looks cool, so I'll, I'll give it a 3 out of 5. Nice, nice. Uh, I will give it a 4 out of 5. Because it does star um, uh, Black Canary from uh, Birds of Prey. It's very nice to see her again. Very nice. Uh, and uh, um, Jonathan Majors from In the, the, the Five Bloods uh, that we reviewed for uh, Patreon. So it was good to see them again. I know that they're both good actors, so it was good to see them again. The only thing is it's on HBO, and you can also stream it on HBO Max. So it looks like I'm getting HBO Max next month. Son of a bitch. Uh, so it's coming out. August 16th and uh yeah I think it looks amazing I uh, I too I said when I saw the trailer it said Jordan Peele and I'm like ooh that's nice and it said J.J. Abrams and even though J.J. is my boy there was a part of me that was like ooh I don't know I don't know but the trailer looks awesome four out of five for me I can't wait <laughs> all right so next uh speaking of Marvel and TV shows uh, we got a trailer for Hellstrom which is the last of the Marvel Marvel TV studios, I guess. Uh, the last one that's under their umbrella from Cloak and Dagger and Runaways. This is the one that was put into development and uh, actually went through. So this one is going to be on Hulu. It's going to come out on October 16th. You can barely tell it's connected to the Marvel uh, TV shows. I don't even think they really advertise that. But, you know, we got a little bit of footage of... Uh, some characters and an old lady in a mental hospital and some crazy stuff. So what did you guys think of Hellstrom? Uh, let's start with Aubrey. Um, I didn't really care. I don't think that they showed enough in order for me to care too much. It was kind of a shorter trailer. So, I mean, maybe once I see more about it, maybe I'll care a little bit more. But at this moment, I'm really not interested. Mm-hmm. All right. So zero out of five, what do you give it? Uh, probably a one out of five. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. Joy, what about you, man? (laughs) Yeah, that's about how I feel about this. Uh, this looks stupid. (laughs) It looks like every other TV show that's on TV. (laughs) (laughs) 
Look, did they, uh, are they still filming this? Like what's going on? How did they only have footage of people talk close up shots of people talking? Like that was, that's all they had to sell this to us. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> no, there was some more stuff. Wasn't there, wasn't there like people on fire and shit or am I thinking yeah, there was of, a couple uh... things, but the majority of the trailer was just like a couple people talking to an old lady. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. It, it, it looked really stupid and boring and it, didn't even say marvel like anywhere so i don't think they're even like selling this as like connected to the mcu at all like even runaways and cloak and dagger like all this stuff at least had marvel like in the logo and stuff they can pretend that they were connected but they really weren't like as much as i love agents of shield let's be real it's not super connected either but at least as marvel somewhere in it this was just like hellstrom on hulu <laughs> it looks like if castle rock sucked <laughs> I just there's nothing here for me, man. I, I didn't see anything that made me want to jump into this to begin with. And especially now, I have zero connection to Marvel. Um, it looks cheap and stupid. I'm I'm in a zero out of five. OK, on this one. I don't know when it debuts. Um, hopefully the gods of media will allow us to have other things to watch <laughs> these weeks. So I don't have to watch Hellstrom because God knows I watched enough fucking warrior none to last a lifetime last week. But, uh, Hey, it's what we do for you, the listener. So, uh, it does come out October 16th, uh, oh, on Hulu. Christ, add it to the schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, also give it a one out of five. Uh, it's supposed to be somehow connected to, I never read the comic book, but it's supposed to be somehow connected to like the, the dark side of Marvel, like uh, Blade and Ghost Rider and all of that shit. And there's nothing in this trailer that advertises that at all or even hints at that. So, um, yeah, one out of five for me. Fuck out of here. That uh, character in the comics is married to Patsy from Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. It's all connected. Not going to be connected in this one, though. It's all not connected. All right. So the next trailer is for a TV show called Truth Seekers. Uh, stars Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, who we all love from Shaun of the Dead and um, some of their other Edgar Wright movies. A TV show about, see, it's a supernatural comedy about kind of uh, ghost hunters or super or paranormal guys that are investigating things. And they come across, it looks like a parallel universe. You know, they didn't really show when this was coming out. Uh, they just had just said it was coming out on Amazon, which means that it's available. But I really like Nick Frost, and I think his comedy is good. I actually thought he was really good in uh, Tomb Raider. So I am I'm down for this. I think this might be cool. Uh, what do you guys think of it? Let's go back to Aubrey. Um, I don't feel like they showed enough in the trailer to really catch my attention. I do like Simon Pegg and, and Nick Frost, mm-hmm. so I am going to at least watch the first episode. I just don't, I don't think that they showed enough in the trailer to catch people's attention. It was kind of a little scrambled. Yeah. I didn't really understand the trailer at all. And you don't see Simon Pegg, really. I don't think you see him at all, actually. Yeah. Um, so He's in there, but he's in disguise. You can you have to like really look for him. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I, I'm still going to watch the first episode, and I hope it's better than that trailer was. Because I don't think that the trailer did a really good job at representing it. All right, all right. And so number-wise, what do you give it out of five? I'm going to give it a 2.5 out of five. Okay. Because I'm optimistic since I like the two of them, but that trailer was really bad. Gotcha, gotcha. 
All right, Joy, what about you, man? What do you think about Truth Seekers? I'm kind of the same boat as Aubrey. I, this trailer didn't do much for me. I, I didn't really laugh while I was watching it. I have a weird sense of humor anyway, but I didn't think it was that funny or, or even that interesting. Uh, I, I'm assuming this is supposed to be like a parody of uh, Ghost Hunters mm-hmm. or something like that, I guess. I don't know. It was kind of hard to follow exactly what was happening in it. Um, and, and just like Aubrey said, you know, I love those two actors. I love Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, um, in just about everything except, uh, world's end. So, cause that movie sucked, but I, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll at least give it one episode. Like that's, that's all I can really give stuff. If I'm, especially if we're not watching it for the podcast, <laughs> but, uh, that's all I can really give these days in the days of peak television. Like if, if I'm not grabbed by the pilot, uh, I'm out of here. I got too much other stuff I got to watch. So Let's see a when it comes out and b like how the first episode is. Otherwise, you know, nice try, but uh, no thanks. So I'll probably give it like a two out of five. Okay. And the rating is almost entirely for the people involved and has really almost nothing to do with the trailer. So. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you, except for I will say it's the people involved that makes makes me excited for it. So you say Simon Pegg, Nick Frost playing ghost hunters i'm in that's that's three out of five right there i don't even care i don't even have to see any footage i'm already i'm already down for that so um like i said there's no date for it but it's going to be on amazon so uh we will see all right so the next trailer is something called utopia uh this one is you know almost like a modern day type of stranger things vibe uh it's a, a conspiracy story where there's a, a comic book where a lot of weird things happen uh, in this town, and these kids and some you know backyard scientists uh, realize that the comic is actually real. The weird things that are happening in that comic are actually happening uh, in real life. So it's a uh, kind of a twisted adventure story that's going to be on Amazon this fall. I know the cast look pretty cool. We got John Cusack in a TV show, uh, Rain Wilson from The Office. That's cool. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think of uh, Utopia? Let's go back to Joey. Um, I mean, I thought it looked pretty cool. Uh, it was a pretty cool concept. Uh, the trailer didn't exactly grab me and make me like demand to watch it right this moment. But uh, it certainly was a better trailer than the last trailer we just talked about. So <laughs> I, I, another one I would definitely give the first episode. Uh, John Cusack it, uh, appears to at least be trying in this after he's been sleepwalking through everything for like the last 10 years, it feels like. So let's uh, let's let, let's at least give it a shot. Um, it will depend a lot on the rest of the cast, though, it, how unannoying, I guess, for lack of a better term, the main characters are, especially I don't know. I just feel like whenever there's anything that involves like, oh, these are the nerdy kids. These are the kids that read comics. Yep. It's going to always could veer into Big Bang Theory. And, and I don't want to watch that at all. So hopefully they have a, a good script, uh, interesting storyline going forward from just the concept. And uh, I don't know, I'll give it at least an episode. So I'll probably say a 2.75 out of 5. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right, Aubrey, what about you? What do you feel of uh, Utopia? I like John Cusack and I like Rain Wilson. Um, I just, I didn't feel like there was enough story to this to really do anything for me when watching the trailer. Like, okay, you think a comic book is real. What does it matter? Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't like, 
give any reason why it impacts these characters at all, other than they're just curious to see if it's true or not. And I think that that just isn't going to hold my attention long enough in the show to really care about it. So you lost me at it. It it didn't look that cool. I don't know. I like John Cusack and I like Rain Wilson. Hopefully there's more to it than what the trailer showed. All right. So number wise, what do you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a 1.5. Okay. All right. All right. I think it is designed to show that there's a bunch of weird things that are happening in a town and a way that these quote unquote um, adventurers are going to figure it out is by diving deep into the comic book. So it kind of reminded me of Erie, Indiana. It's a show that I used to love way back in the day. Yeah, that's a deep cut. Yeah, I know. No one liked that show. I love that show. And this kind of reminded me of that. So if it can give me those eerie Indiana vibes, uh, I'm down for that. So, uh, yeah, I give it uh, a four out of five because I thought it looked cool. So that's going to be on Amazon this fall. We'll see how that goes. And then uh, the last trailer, the last big trailer, uh, was actually one of the panels that I watched for San Diego Comic-Con at home. Bill and Ted Face the Music. Uh, we had a little bit more story, um, actually a lot more story. I'm I'm surprised how much they actually did show in this trailer. But the crew is back. Got to look at the special effects. Got to look at some of the newer cast members. I had no idea Samar Weaving was in this movie. I don't know how that fact escaped me this whole time. We've talked about that yeah, multiple I, times. <laughs> I completely forgot. I completely forgot. Were you I'm, like, whoa, Margot Robbie's in this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I just didn't. I don't know. I just it didn't dawn on me for some reason. But uh, yeah, seeing her in it, I'm like, OK, now I'm definitely down for this. So, uh, yeah. What do you guys think of Bill and Ted face the music trailer? Uh, let's go back to Aubrey. Uh, uh-oh. I, I, I haven't watched Bill and Ted in a very long time. Oh, that's right. We talked about that before. You, you've only seen the first one and that was like a long time ago. Yeah, so I came into this with no context, so I wasn't really that hyped. Um, and I, it was, I don't know, it was just kind of weird. So maybe I'll, I'll re-watch number one and I'll watch um, the second one. And we'll see if my opinion changes, but right now I don't really care. <laughs> and I'm going to give it a um, 0.5, and that 0.5 is only for Keanu Reeves. Wow. Well, Arby, I, I hate to break it to you, but... Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you watch one or two, you're definitely watching three. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Joey, how do you feel about Bill and Ted Face the Music? Um, I'm still really excited for this. I just, w- I almost wish I hadn't watched this trailer. I almost yeah. felt like it gave too much stuff away. But it still looks funny. And I really, really like the concept of the movie. I love the fact that they haven't written their song yet. And they're so lazy about it that they'd rather just go to the future and steal it from themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, I find that hilarious. I don't know why, but I just do. Um, I also love Samara Weaving. She was great and ready for not ready or not. And she is definitely a cutie patootie. So uh, I'm excited to see her in the movie. Um and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just reaffirmed that I'm excited to watch this. I didn't see anything bad. I didn't see anything where I was like, oh, no, what are they doing? That, that made me all of a sudden, you know, feel like 
when you were like, oh, man, I can't wait for Star Wars to come back. And then it was like Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Ghostbusters to come back. And then it was Ghostbusters answer the call. So, so far, so good with this. I'm going to put it up there at a four out of five. And hopefully it's good because yeah, we're definitely watching it for the show. So. Yeah, and the uh, one of the other things that they did announce besides the trailer is that it is going to be opening in select theaters and on demand on September 1st. So we actually will get to see this movie, um, you know, a little more than a month, which I think is pretty cool. Where uh, are these select theaters going to be? Uh, one's going to be in um, Myanmar. Myanmar, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so one in Mauritius, M-A-U-R-I-T-I-U-S. Nice. So Mauritius and Myanmar. There you go. Two theaters are going to (laughs) be two select theaters selected by So Is a Podcast. That's right. Big ups (laughs) to Myanmar and Mauritius. Not Maurice the Pants Man. Mauritius. Yeah. So I'm going to give this a five out of five. Wow. Yeah. This is like this. I enjoyed this, and I think the I think the panel kind of. I think the panel kind of like skewed me in that direction. Uh, listening to the director and the writers talk, it's the original writers from the other ones, which is cool. Uh, the director was really cool. Uh, Bill and Ted were really cool. The girls were, were really cool. And I didn't even realize uh, Samara Weaving's uncle was Hugo Weaving. So it was, she made a little joke about Keanu killing her uncle, which I thought was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, five out of five. I'm, this is the one that I'm really excited about, partly because... Uh, I love the other movies, and partly because uh, I don't have to wait that long to watch it. Hell yeah, bro. So that's it. Those are all of the trailers. No big Marvel news, no big DC news, no big Star Wars news. That's it, folks. Those are the highlights. Wow. All right. Well, that was Comic-Con at home. Um, Yeah, I got to tell you guys, I miss uh, going to Comic-Con. This sucks. I miss parts of it. (laughs) <laughs> like a very small, 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 minuscule part. What part do you miss, Marquez? I miss seeing independent artists, you know, new stuff. I miss this. I miss discovering some cool new stuff. That's that's the only, and maybe a, an occasionally like a geeky prop that I might want. Th- those are the only things that I really miss. I don't miss the crowds of people, the trying to find a place to uh, to be, uh, the awkward interviews, or the con crud. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss those at all. I mean, I know it's part of the game, but yeah, I do miss walking by a table and going, ooh, this is cool. And, uh, you know, spinning some ducats to support an uh, indie artist. Uh, Aubrey, what do you miss about cons? All the stuff. All of it. <laughs> Main- all the stuff. Mainly Gundam's. Gundam model. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I really like Artist Alley. Um, I like seeing what people come up with. I like... Um, meeting with artists and seeing all the like all the random stuff that they can make like the people that make bags the people that make posters like i just really like seeing uh, the creativity that people have in everything i love walking the artist um artist alley and everything <laughs> i'm afraid to ask joey what about you man what do you miss about cons three words big booby <laughs> cosplayers <laughs> i knew it <laughs> no i miss uh, i miss a lot of things about it actually i like it being a day off of work that i have something cool and fun to do i miss spending time with my friends i, yeah, I knew that was coming 
Um, you know, and like all the people we usually see at cons too, up in the Northeast area in our little incestuous nerd community. Like I can't remember the last time we saw like Tim Jones or Adam Walenta or, uh, the angry geek show, like uh zombie leader, like all these people we normally see at cons all the time. Like we haven't seen any of these people in over a year. So mm. it kind of sucks. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I miss everything about it more or less everything except the part where you have to spend money to go and uh, be really tired. Yeah. I had such a fun time at New York last year. I thought New York was so much fun last year and so cool and great. And this year I was really looking forward to it and it's probably not going to happen as of this recording. It hasn't been officially canceled yet, but there's just no, I can't believe there's any way in hell that it's happening. So I would be legitimately floored if it happened. Yeah. Not, not only is it going to happen, but Christopher Nolan is going to play tenant there and do like a panel. <laughs> That's right. And we'll be invited because we'll be the only dumbasses that'll still go. Me and Adam, I know you won't go. But. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I will. All right, so there'll be three of us there. I look forward to all your footage. <laughs> I have a feeling if it did happen and, and we were invited back as press, uh, I don't think my wife would allow me to go. <laughs> Try not to let that ruin your image of me. <laughs> I don't think I would be allowed to go. <laughs> Never forget Ace Comic Con. Yeah. That's it. That is everything about Comic Con at home. Let's get some recommendations. Let's wrap it up before we tap it up. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners this week? I recommend everybody go watch Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, I just did my final paper for a literature class on the five main races of Star Trek Next Generation. I supposed to do a 10-minute video. It turned into a 22-minute video of the differences in the culture's between the Borg, the Romulans, the Klingons, the Ferengi, and the humans. So I want everybody to go binge watch it because that's what I've been doing. Because <laughs> now I have an itch and I need to scratch it. And that itch is the next generation. Uh, did you get a grade on your paper or your presentation? I got an 85. Woo, <laughs> I yes. also turned it in a day late. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost points for that, but I got an 85. That's all right. You still pass. That's all that matters. That's <laughs> yeah. what my mom used to say. Just get a D minus and get out of the class. <laughs> <laughs> my teacher probably was looking at the time for the video. She's like, no, fuck this. I'm not watching a 22-minute video on the differences of races in Star Trek. <laughs> I know that feeling. I wouldn't want to watch it either. <laughs> all right. What about you, Mark Ellis? Uh, yeah, so there was another panel that I did check out uh, for San Diego Comic-Con at home. Uh, it's called Hip Hop and Comics Culture Combining. Uh, and it was basically a, a lot of some rappers, some comic book artists, but basically they were showing the connections between hip hop and comics, which I knew Tyrese of. Tyrese there? <laughs> no, unfortunately, Tyrese was not there. Uh, and, and, you know, the marriage between hip hop and comics is something that I. Um, that I can I can recognize for in like a general sense, but it was really cool to see them do serious direct lines from one from point A to point B, and it was actually presented in like a documentary style, which I thought was really cool. Uh, so it didn't feel like a Zoom call with just like weird uh, internet issues. Like the guy that produced it did a really decent job um, of getting some some 
uh, a good variety of people offering different aspects of it. Uh, play from Kid and Play, talking about the Saturday morning cartoon, which is really cool. And our, our buddy Adam Adam Walenta was on there. Um, oh, wow. Talking about uh, you know some of the work he did with Public Enemy. So, um, yeah, it was really, it's a really cool, if you, there's a gazillion panels um, that are not just TV and movie related that came out of San Diego Comic-Con at home. So definitely check out some of those, but definitely check out hip hop and comics uh, and, uh, you know, give a shout out to our boy, Adam Walenta, the creator of Punk Taco. All right. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. So is the podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or just about any podcatching app under the sun that you use. We will be there every week. You can check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search So Is Your Podcast. We have exclusive and free content on there coming fast and furious. Adam just dropped a uh, Bill and Ted 3 trailer reaction the other day. So uh, that's pretty exciting. If that's kind of things you're into, check it out. We've got our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Podcast. You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes. This month coming up is the only way to hear our review of Hamilton from Disney Plus, as well as other cool, exciting things. So check that out. Uh, as for me, I will suggest that you check out the Umbrella Academy Season 2. It's going to be dropping on the 31st of July on Netflix. My uh, personal MySpace friend, Ellen Page, and the rest of the team will be back and, and a new wacky adventure for us to check out. And we're going to be reviewing it next week on the podcast. So pray for us because we got a lot of TV to watch in the next few days. We'll do it for you, the listeners. And that's going to do it for episode 312 of the So Is Your Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long, ghosties. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Everybody have a great week, Wakanda forever. See you guys next week for Umbrella Academy Season 2. Good journey. <laughs>